You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for another Drag Race recap episode. And yes, it is I, Bossy, not Colin, for doing this recap. But uh, Colin just had to leave. He didn't want to eat pancakes, and he was too afraid to see Miss Cracker go. So he is not joining us today. But we have a good episode to talk about. Actually, sorry, let me take that back. We have an episode to talk about. <laughs> Don't know if it's good, but a lot to get through. As always, I'm Rossi, and I cheer when I pee clear, too. I'm Brian, and I'm sitting on my pancake. <laughs> and I'm Kyle, serving you resting brunch face. <laughs> uh, just before we get into the episode, I just want to quickly recap my thoughts from the last week, because I didn't get to do that. Um, I think you all did not give enough praise to Ms. Cookie. That was a little uh, unfair. Yeah. I think you should have given her more praise because she freaking ran in heels on the main stage. <laughs> she was great. So I'm, I'm surprised that we weren't raving about her because certainly watching the episode we were. And I think that it should have been Aquaria and uh, Monet in the bottom. I don't think that Cam really should have been in there. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. And you guys did not give enough shit to that boring-ass twink judge on the panel for doing oh, nothing. That, that I agree on. Like, I, it's weird for us, because we don't know how popular or famous these people are. And I know that 13 Reasons Why is really popular, but I've never seen it. So I don't want to come on here and talk, like, mm. shit about someone's favorite actor, but yeah. whoa, he was the most boring judge that's <laughs> ever happened. The most monotone, even more monotone than Cameron. But is that his thing? I have no idea. Because, like, he cracked the code. Like, he's a really famous person, and he has to put zero effort into any sort of, like, performance. That's true. Yeah, m- much like a uh, few queens this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. How are you feeling after losing your winner pick? Um, in the last two episodes, I've lost my top two. Yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, Cameron big... Michaels. Brian Rossi likes Cameron Michaels. I do. No, you don't. But I do as well. Ah, okay. No, I don't. We will get to Cameron Michaels, I'm sure, in this episode. <laughs> we will. So we lose Monet, which in our power rankings was a big loss, but in the scheme of the competition, not really that big. Um, I mean, kind of the sixth place out of all the people if you had to rank it. And so I wasn't too shocked to see Monet go, and that was an awful lip sync, so that was deserving. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an awful lip sync. And I think that the sponge should be a regular cleaning utensil in the crew, because that was some powerful cleaning. Yeah. What what do they usually use? (laughs) A wig? Yeah, Yeah, that is a good question. We'll we'll have to ask someone when they get off. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have much to say. Like, was there anything really interesting in this beginning bit? Because I can't, I'm having a little tough time thinking of anything. Um, someone turns to Cameron and says, Cameron, I'm just so happy that you are still here. And it was just like so emphasized on the surprise of him still being here. And I was like, this must be common knowledge between all of them. Is that Cameron is probably about three episodes too late for elimination. And he's somehow still there. Like, and he's mentioned it a couple times as well, where he's like, I need to prove why I should be here. I'm like, do you? Like, like you haven't seen your edit yet. Yeah. Why, why do you think it is? Is it just because 
like a confidence thing for Cameron or because Cameron is a look queen and people don't see him as being more than that or is it because he's shy? I don't know. I think it's probably just because he's shy. Yeah. And like, I think the perception is probably that everyone else is excelling mm-hmm. and he's not just because he's shy. But like, when you look at the score sheet, well, actually, now he's got three lip syncs under his belt. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely it's the lowest. definitely the lowest. But um, before that, like you know, when he was up against Monet. Yeah. Do you think people are saying, "I'm so happy you're still here," or "I forgot you were still here"? No, I I feel like it verges on the like, ah, oh, like you should be so happy that you're still here. Right. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Cam seems to share that mantra as well. Yeah. Of, yeah. And goes a bit Bendela in the, oh, I don't want to send people home. Mm, that's mean. I'd rather it was me that went home. So, Wait, girl, get walking. <laughs> yeah. Well, no they, they don't have white art anymore, so I don't know if that's going to be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but just on this note, I know it's totally skipping to the end, but like when Cameron Michaels like hears that she's staying, I did wonder if there's any part of her that's like, oh, fuck. Like, I have to keep going. Right. Like, like, maybe she feels like she's expired, but she doesn't want to quit. So she has to find that white out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awkward if you're always in the bottom. Mm. And then and fighting through it, because, yeah, it does feel like you, you've had your time. Yeah. Uh, if you're still in it, you're still in it. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. I'm just going to talk about this pointless ass mini challenge um, with pointless ass Cheyenne Jackson showing up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was the worst. I'm going to call it the worst challenge, right? Yes, I agree. It, I mean, the intro to it was worse than how it actually came out, I thought. Like, some of the pancakes, I was like, okay, it's. Like, it's a little bit funny. At the start, when they were like, okay, you're going to make some pancakes. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is taking us back to, I can't remember what season, but when we had literally an eating challenge. <laughs> That's what Eureka wanted, though. <laughs> I know. That's what it became for her. Uh, it was It was just a bit silly. There, like, certainly nothing like Little Miss Pound Cake, where you could bring that back in All-Stars. Like, I don't think any of these pancakes are being recreated into human form for all stuff for. Hey, you never know. The the pancake uh, runway theme could come back. <laughs> they they explained the challenge, and I didn't even understand it. And then they like when they brought up the extra factor of, like, your pancake is your butt, I was like, what is happening here? Are they going to put the pancakes on someone's butt and then, like, make up the butt? I don't get it. And then Eureka just started grabbing all the food, and I was like, well, we're going to have to see what the result of this is. <laughs> God, they forgot to edit out something here. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't meant to make it to air. I think it was like they were trying to combine that sitting on a secret challenge earlier where they have to sit on the other person's pancake and guess it. <laughs> Which pancake yeah. are you sitting on, maybe? I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, and... It's, it's Cheyenne Jackson. <laughs> so, in America. Yeah, I know next to nothing about him, except he was on last season, season nine, so. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, these people must get paid for this, yeah. 
like for their appearance. Yeah, because yeah. like part, I used to think like for a lot of people it would be like, oh my god, like I get to be on Drag Race, I get to come in and meet everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm working in the studio, so I'll just mm-hmm. do it for free. But I don't know. There's been some weird ass people that I'm like, oh maybe you just shot for cash. <laughs> yeah, now they're cross promoting their own projects. Yeah, I mean I don't know if cross promotion China Jackson did. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like we yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Asia wins another mini challenge. <laughs> and doesn't get an advantage once again. Mm. Whenever I mean, Asia wins mini challenge, no advantage for Asia. I mean, we all know Asia's going to win anyway, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that's yeah, basically. Brian disagrees. I disagree. I think this is going to like. I think Cameron Michaels will be fourth, and I think it's a really strong top three. Mm-hmm. Wait, Cameron's but not going to win. Gonna... <laughs> uh, but Eureka. Eureka's going to win. Is that what you're saying? And yeah. then Brian's going to be all bitter about it because he chose Eureka as a winner pick in season nine and then didn't pick Eureka this time. It so. still counts. I know when a winner is, uh, even yeah, if it's yeah. not straight away. So we have our main challenge, which is the twin twist. Um, thoughts on this? I thought it was interesting at first, and then as I watched it, it was god-awful. Mm-hmm. So I want to feel other opinions. Yeah, I mean, considering when we had the little dialogue of... I don't know, bipolar, whatever, the suggestion of two versions of yourself. Um, I was hoping for the half-drag thing that we had season seven. That would have been cool, but then when I realized it was, you know, you're going to have your evil twin on the runway, I was like, okay, they're going to do a bit of a video edit here where we're going to see both of them at the same time. And that's kind of cool, but, like, did they really just run with the joke side of it? Yeah. Like, so it was a bit, like, distracting that it was, a, you know, a bit of a comedy situation. I actually loved it, but I loved it because of, like, in classic RuPaul Drag Race fashion, like, when they commit to a joke, they commit to a joke. <laughs> like, any less, and it would have been, like, tacky and shit. Like, I I still was kind of like, oh, I'm not too sure, but when they were cutting between them watching in the, <laughs> in the room and them yeah. on the runway, I was like, yeah, I love this. This is great. At least someone thought it was great. <laughs> Uh, the, the bit that I didn't like was when they were like, uh, they had to talk about who they wanted to go home. I thought that was very contrived. Yeah, because that was a bit still in character of the evil persona. Yeah. And like on Untucked, Miss Cracker is like really kind of heard by Asia saying, you know, Cracker's not a star. And I wonder if Asia was just saying that, even though she did say it in a confessional, I wonder if she would have said that on the runway if they weren't in evil character personas. Who did you think at the outset of the challenge was going to dominate and who was going to kind of suffer? Because I was kind of completely shocked at who won at the end of the day. Yeah, I thought that Aquaria would miss the mark just with the whole point of it being to find your inner saboteur and then present that on the runway. And it's not necessarily about just a evil look. Um, so it seemed Aquaria was going to be distracted by what she wanted to wear and not deliver the, the depth of it, but that was obviously... <laughs> well, and this cuts back to uh, like Aquaria's conversation with Rue. I was like, Rue, don't assume that everyone has an interceptor. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> when Aquaria's not getting it, I'm like, maybe she's just never said anything bad about herself. Right, right. <laughs> so in which case, she is at a severe disadvantage. Now, that obviously proves not to be true, mm-hmm. but... Like, I did think that. I was like, all I'm getting from this is that she doesn't criticize herself. Mm, yeah. You guys said um, saboteur. Don't you mean saboteur? 
Repertoire. <laughs> I just love that someone points it out to him and he's still like, uh-huh, sabotoir. Yeah. Like an abattoir. Yeah. Sabotoir, abattoir. Uh, we also get the introduction of Rude Paul. <laughs> yeah, also known as Jane Lynch from Glee. <laughs> I, at first, thought that this was another person and it didn't take... It didn't hit until I saw the runway that this is actually still RuPaul. And I was like, oh, who, who's the actor playing RuPaul in this scene? <laughs> I was just like, oh, wait, I'm an idiot. If you, look at the, if you look at the wall, I think all of it's actually done pretty well in terms of editing. Uh, and they obviously had to put uh, and probably an extra couple levels of organization onto this. Um, but if you look at the wall when RuPaul's talking with both of them, there, like, it's like distorting. Um, so it's it's obvious that they've like placed two images on top of each other. Yeah, and I don't know why that happened because like this is a cool trick, but it's also not that hard mm. to pull off. So I'm surprised that on RuPaul's Drag Race we had a distorting wall when it's it's pretty simple to pull off the two of me in one scene trick. I want to do it. All right. Two most talk survivor. <laughs> Except I no longer need you. I'll just record myself. It's sure. also nothing to do with video. Yeah, it's nothing to do with video. It's just you well, having a conversation with yourself. I'm moving up in the world. I'm on YouTube now. Cool. Come Am I watching your that. guys' demise right now? Like Yeah, yeah. Or listening to, I'm not watching, but well, I'm Aquaria and Kyle is Miss Cracker and just copied me the entire time. Um, I guess it's my time to go. <laughs> I do think that Eureka has a good point in in somewhere in this middle part before the challenge where she's like, it's not a sewing challenge, it's just a styling challenge. And I thought that was a really good summary of it. And I think that some of the people finally got that, that it's like, oh, we just have to make it kind of an evil person personified. Although I will say one of my biggest critiques was the fact that there was obviously a prehistoric runway that they were planning for. <laughs> and yes. so many people just was like, oh, that's going to be good for this one. Let's pull that out. Yeah, yeah. So true. Uh, do you think Eureka was saying that because she wanted to wear her, like, plaid outfits? And she was like, I ain't sewing something from scratch, so I'm going to run with this being the message. But then it's also Cracker that she's giving this advice to, saying, like, it's fine. You don't have to sew an outfit. Just, just wear the prehistoric one that you brought. Uh, and... I mean, Cracker goes home, so maybe this was bad mm. advice. I know. Are we seeing strategy from Eureka? She <laughs> sees the headset and she's like, that's awful. Also, I have a killer prehistoric runway, so let's get these people to use up their shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're not going to get another runway, are we? Just fi- best drag, right? The final four. Isn't that just yeah, best drag? So, so we're not going to get the prehistoric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've run out of time for that one. I don't know, it just looked so, it looked like everyone had the same, tried to copy the same runway, because Aquaria, Cameron, and Ms. Cracker all had these bones, and it was just like, wow, I love mm. that runway theme that we're not going to see. Mm. Have we Have we already had the prehistoric runway? Mm. Has there been, no, 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 as in, like, has there been a runway challenge that could have been misconceived? Because like, sometimes the names are a bit obscure, and everybody thought it was prehistoric. Right. Like, is there a runway that every every one of those three bombed on because they were like, "Oh, I got this runway wrong." <laughs> oh, so you mean instead of the twin, it's meant to be like when I was a child, not actually back in right, time. Right, right. <clears throat> like Eureka with the old woman, like the fifty years in the future, messing it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. What was that runway called? Uh, 
Like your older self and they've yeah. all gone caveman. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe both would meant to be a past in a future runway. And I honestly feel like even though she does win the challenge and I do love the outfit, like Aquaria literally looks like that was gonna be her runway for the thing. And she just repurposed it for this. Yeah. I didn't like the face part of oh wait, who are we talking about? Aquaria. Aquaria. Yeah, I didn't like the face part of Aquaria. I, and also her spinning the Valentina part of it. When it's meant to be yourself and like you're in a saboteur and you know, the negative sides of you, but then she walks out and does this whole like Valentina spin on it. Mm. That I thought would have missed the mark for the judges. Where it's like you're not meant to come out and make fun of somebody else. Well, she probably realized she didn't have an inner saboteur and then jumped on jumped on Instagram and was like, quickly, quickly, I need someone else's. This <laughs> idea can I copy? Valentina, read all the bad comments. Okay, 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 I got it. <laughs> need to cover up my face. Yeah. It looks like this. Is Valentina her inner saboteur? Yeah, maybe. Uh, and just in terms of the challenge, I thought that, I mean, unless you have guys have something to say about the chit-chat of all the stuff or do you want to get into the challenge? Uh, like, I guess we're reminded about Eureka crying at the start of the season. So just to re- recap, like, where she has come from and her journey through the season as we get prepared for a finale that is coming. And also Asia kind of gets this, like, awkward redemption storyline for when she was blaming people for her ball look. Mm. So it's it's kind of acknowledging, like, the low points for the queens in this chit-chat and prepping them for the finale. And the same with Aquaria. You know, like, this was your low point, and now you're about to reach the finale. Mm. Did you hate all the all the kind of very philosophical... Not philosophical, but, like, lovely chat by RuPaul with the contestants um, and, like, propping them up, Rossi? Um, I was like, this is RuPaul's day to shine, because this is what RuPaul loves to do. Give the vague advice that sounds like it means something, but actually doesn't. Um... <laughs> This was probably the best we ever got from RuPaul. Like, I feel like it was the most relevant because usually RuPaul is like, for this sewing challenge, think about how you're going to take that energy and move forward. And then it like, does it work for what they're talking about or what they're doing? So like this time I actually felt that it was important, but I mean, I literally was like, can I just skip this? Like, this is so boring and it went on forever, like five minutes for each of them. Oh yeah, everyone had to have their like coaching session with Rue. I didn't know how you would feel, Kyle. I knew you would hate it, Rossi. I loved it. <laughs> like, but I love all this sort of shit anyway. I learned so many life lessons. I wrote them all down. <laughs> you can be propelled by negative energy or positive energy. It's which one you choose. And I was like, oh, yes, Mama Rue, thank you. You don't have enough time to shape how people see you to yeah. busy living your life. Yeah, just pretend when you go out there <laughs> that it's Mama's living room. I was like, yes, I have a, like, I'm literally doing a presentation to prison guards on Tuesday, and I'm terrified, but not anymore. <laughs> just going to imagine that you're in your mama's living room. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that might go go badly. I'll let you know next week. <laughs> I'll let you go next week. If you're here. Presenting prison guards, pretending like it's my mama's living room. Take goes. a prehistoric outfit. See if you can do the presentation as your good and evil twin. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> just like half, half, half. Yeah, <laughs> or just be like, hold on, wait five minutes. Let me come back, and then <laughs> yeah. just change and come back. <laughs> just imagine that we're on stage at the same time. <laughs> you will hear some pauses <laughs> in my speech. They'll be filled in later. Mm. Guys, look, I'm not sure, but I'm not. 
I don't think I'm going to take the prison presentation as my drag debut. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Hey, your loss. Yeah. Um, so, just, just getting to the runway, um, uh, what a mess. I didn't... I feel like I still don't understand what the challenge was, really. Like, because... And, and I have a lot of complaints about how the judging went because it seems so contradictory and none of it made sense because Cameron got called out for looking the same, but Eureka was like, you look different, but are brilliant. And it was like, they're both yeah. plaid. And it's like, I'm really unsure how to feel. I mean, I do agree that the bottom two is a hundred percent fair. Like you couldn't put anyone else in there. Really? I was just in shock, in shock at how dark and sinister Asia looked on the runway. Yeah. Like, yeah. See, I, I don't think I don't think Aquaria should have won. Hot take. RuPaul talking about how she's like one of the best runway looks ever. Pass. Like I I did not like it. Um, I think Asia should have won. And uh, I mean it's obvious that Michelle makes the comments about the balloons not knowing what's coming next yeah. with the editing. Um, but I just thought the balloon was like such a good idea. Um, I loved it. It was it was such a good contrast and like very creative. Like. What Eureka does is good as well, um, which is like having two very similar costumes, but kind of making them the inverse of each other. Like, I liked it, and I like I agree with what Eureka was saying, and I think this is why, like, you know, why she can do something similar to Cameron Michaels but do much better is it's the, like, characterization of those two, like, those two outfits. One is the, you know, like, pretty little girl from Clueless, and one of them is the, like, evil twin whereas like Cameron Michaels yes had a very similar outfit but did not put characters onto either of them um yeah like I found Eureka's outfits to be yeah like I know the Camerons were the same the same cut just like different fabrics but the overall transformation I thought Cameron looked you know like more like an evil twin rather than Eureka's which I felt just looked like Eureka both times uh, I disagree. Nah. I disagree. I feel like Cameron went for, like, Ice Queen and Prehistoric Goddess. Yeah. But I did not see those two as, like, mirror like mirror images of each other, which mm. I think was was the point. Like, I saw this challenge yeah. as, like, these two things should be appearing on Eureka's shoulder. Okay. And, yeah. like, if you put it that way, you can see them appear and kind of be the same thing. Whereas if you saw, like, Cameron's appear on Cameron's shoulder, it's kind of like, I don't... Why is... Why is Caveman Cameron, like, the one giving negative advice? Yeah, okay, yeah. And it's the same with Eureka's, whereas, like, yeah. if you think about it, like, Asia, like, that that comparison also works. And who else was there? Oh, Miss Cracker. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I just think it was so bad with the editing, too, because I had to do good commentary, bad commentary. So the thing of yeah. Michelle, like, oh, I hate the balloons. Oh, wait, I like the balloons, because she didn't see yeah. the balloons in the second part. Until yeah. it, North Korea came out, like yes. so, it was like really bad editing in terms of the critiques because you couldn't give a full take on it, mm-hmm. and that just made yeah. it so hard. And then I yeah, also so thought it was weird that people, like Cracker was praised for her first look and then hated for the second one, but then you know Asia's second look was so loved, and the first one was like, uh. yeah. It was just for me, it was so hard to tell what was what they wanted and what they expected because it feels like the voiceover was the most important part of it and like your characterization compared to what you were wearing it just seemed really weird to me yeah the direction on this one was difficult 
I think, to really nail what the judges were looking for. And to be honest, I think like something that Rue was looking for was for people to like really grasp the concept of the challenge. And not even in terms of like the runway, but like as in being able to really put it out there what your inner saboteur is. And I think that's potentially why Miss Cracker goes home is because it's been portrayed to us that no one has a bigger inner saboteur than Cracker. than Cracker, but yet she didn't nail it. So because she didn't like fully get the well, just the voiceover think, right in terms yeah. of like what is her insecurities, she gets sent home. I think that that um, Aquaria really sold the saboteur, and I think that's kind of what gave Aquaria the win in terms of. Whereas I feel like Miss Cracker gave her comedic shtick, and it didn't quite land as being that kind of like Bianca Del Rio-esque voice that you want for this thing where it's like, here's everything that's wrong with you and here's why. Whereas I feel like Aquaria really committed and gave such a, like that laugh at the end of her thing was crazy. I was like, okay, that's unexpected. And then she's like, I'm going to kill her. And I was like, okay, that's a little much, but it works. <laughs> and I think they really wanted that commitment. Like you were saying that Cracker couldn't commit to yeah. opening up. Whereas I feel like Aquaria and Asia and Eureka really did. Yeah. Like, on this point is why I would have given Asia the win for this challenge. is because Asia didn't do it with comedy. Like, Aquaria and Eureka still, you know, played to a strength by having, having humor in there when they were um, saying these, you know, negative things about themselves. Whereas Asia just, like, let loose. And it was, like, it went dark and it hit hard. And there was no sort of like buffer to to lighten the tone which i think is you know i don't know like more like more brutal and more just like being vulnerable and stating those things putting them forward without masking it with humor was it asia who said i don't know why you're trying so hard anyway because we all know it's miss cracker season yeah 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 i thought i mean i thought that was interesting for two points (laughs) like a i thought it was uh, like i thought it was really good and like well that 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 probably is very real mm-hmm. um, and a very like true inner voice, but also, um, I mean, it's clearly not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why well, pick? Yeah, up. yeah, which made me wonder. I was like, I wonder if they all think it's like kind of tipped in Miss Cracker's favor. Yeah, right. In the same way that we think it's kind of tipped in Eureka's favor, like, do they all think it was tipped in Miss Cracker's favor? Yeah, it's Don't hard know. to say because the edit obviously plays a powerful role in how we read the show. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, yeah, like you were saying, Kyle, I think the, sh- the challenge was meant to be dark, and I feel like a lot of people gave the comedy, like, they wanted that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they want the character that's dynamic, and I feel like this was really all about being, like, light and airy, and then really dark and serious. Which is why mm-hmm. I honestly think Asia should have won, because I, I loved everything about that North Korea character she gave. Especially, like, when she starts, and that balloon just deflates as she gets out there. And I just, that character yeah. was so good. Although I do have to give praise to Aquarius' looks, because the more and more that I look at them, the more and more that I love them. Yeah, like Asia with the orange balloon against the black was just such a striking image. The orange by itself, like when when I saw her, the the light runway, I was like, that is the most orange, (laughs) orange I've ever seen. It's like blood orange. It's almost like offensively bright. And then balloons it's again asia kind of goes with this like clown 
depiction quite yeah. often. Um, so I was, I was a bit worried at that point, but then seeing the dark one, I was like, whoa, the contrast just sells it. And the deflate, deflated balloons was like, oh, that is like, that is killer to <laughs> like, that's, that's real depressing. Yeah. A- Asia in my mind also definitely wins. Hey, we agree on something. <laughs> the runway, not the season. And the season. Yay. We're just going to say that you agreed on everything. So we all agree that Asia's yeah. going to win both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the bottom two is fair, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it is fair. Yeah, because I honestly don't know who would you even put. Like Eureka would be the closest. Get out of town! No way. Well, yeah, because it can't be Aquaria or Asia. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, if it was someone <laughs> else, it's Eureka. <laughs> I say one comment about Eureka, this? and I have to get out of town. <laughs> a, bottom, a bottom one is just Cameron yeah. like, sinking against her evil twin. I mean, she'd probably still get through. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. I decided to save you both. Yes. And then and then the next episode, we have both Cameron and Katrina no. in the workroom. No. <laughs> or Cameron lip syncs against herself, and Miss Cracker still manages to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Miss Cracker, please come forward. The- Oh god. <laughs> like a repeat of Eureka from season nine. Miss Cracker, please step forward. Please step yeah. forward. <laughs> I've been in touch with the judges and it's time to go. Yes, I've been in touch with your inner saboteur. <laughs> she says it's time for you to go. Um, what were your quickly before I get to the end of the lip sync, what were your thoughts on the names? I thought that was a pretty fun twist to have, you know, character names for that. It was. It was really doubling down on the YouTube stars we had last week or last episode, where they have to come up with a similar name to themselves. Um, to be honest, I don't know what Eureka's was. No, I don't know what Eureka's was. I couldn't tell you. Divine? <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, Cameron, Katrina, yeah, fine. Boring. Um, Miss Crumbs. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, good. Yeah. Aquaria, Sabatina, again, you're, you're not What's the actual one's name? Valentina. You're not. You're not Valentina. Like that's Valentina's saboteur name. <laughs> Sabatina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Asian North Korea. <laughs> yeah. North Korea's North Korea's pretty funny. Well done. Well done. That was so great. And she should have won that on that alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have a lip sync for the ages um, with Cameron Michaels and Ms. Cracker, which causes Ms. Cracker to go. I'm mm. guessing. Brian, you have a lot of thoughts on this. I I just think uh, it was the wrong move. Like I don't think either of them were fantastic. I actually I actually was spoiled watching this episode, so I I had a funny feeling Miss Cracker was going to go home. Um, and so when Miss Cracker goes up against Cameron Michaels, I thought like Cameron Michaels must have to pull something out amazing here to survive her third lip sync in a row against Miss Cracker. And I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't, and then when she's like on the floor doing that leg thing, I was like, Oh, is that (laughs) like, is that, is that what's happening? Um, and I got to the end and I was like, I cannot believe that she makes it through because in my mind, Miss Cracker had a bad week or, you know, hasn't really shone, but I feel like there is still something there that she could pull it out or, you know, she could earn her place at the end. I feel like we've seen everything that Cameron Michaels has and I think track record should count. Um, and she's, she's had two in a row. 
I would argue that track record did count. And even though Cameron's been in the bottom, like if, if that's like your only measure of track record, like Cameron has had outstanding moments where Miss Cracker has just sort of drifted the entire time. And when she should have excelled, she hasn't. And there's, for me, there hasn't been any like amazing like Cracker moments where you think like, oh, she's done all these great things that, you know, adds to her resume at the end. Like, I thought her lip sync was pretty lackluster. And, you know, I I think the judges are sick of waiting for Miss Cracker to shine. They're like, we haven't seen it. Well, you're waiting for Cameron? <laughs> well, you've been waiting a long time. Give me charades. No, but <laughs> Give me charades of when Cameron's going to shine. You don't got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, but Cameron, I think, has had more outstanding moments throughout it. Like, especially on the runway. Sure. She's just a look queen. Is that a say- problem? At least she's doing something. <laughs> nah, I like I like I don't I don't agree. I get it. Hot take. I think RuPaul literally kept her there so that because she knew that everyone would be like, "How is Miss Cam- uh, Cameron Michaels still there?" Mm-hmm. And then that way, people I don't know. People are talking about the show. I would say that the song choice was also not good. That doesn't help. Mm, like a yeah. flat kind of song, and I would argue that it really wasn't the lip sync that mattered at all for the judging of who goes and who stays. I honestly felt that the reason Miss Cracker went is because RuPaul was just tired of, um, you know, they got the same comment. Like if you get the same comment and you don't change it, RuPaul's yeah. going to be like, Nope, you're not listening to me. I'm giving you, I'm giving you food and you're not eating. Like, yeah, totally. It's, it very much reflects on RuPaul and how RuPaul's critiques are being heard by the Queens. If RuPaul tells you something and you don't do it, you're gone. Yeah, and you see RuPaul really rip into Miss Cracker um, when she's doing the judging, to the point where Carl turned to me and was like, is RuPaul okay? Because <laughs> like, she just like kept like really railing into her, and I was like, oh, if you're Miss Cracker right now, this must be tough to watch. Yeah. RuPaul stepped in for a few comments. Yes, exactly. And in terms of, I would argue that Miss Cracker's had a little bit more shine than Cameron. But I just think that, you know, Cameron's given us something different every lip sync, whereas I feel like Miss Cracker gave us a hot mess in a lip sync this week. Yeah. Cracker already seemed defeated going into that lip sync, and that never works. The judges always see it, and they see it as someone giving up. I yeah, Cracker came, said she like was in Cameron, the bottom, too. Yeah, like Cameron didn't give up, even though it was her third time there. Like, she still performed like it was her first time doing a lip sync. And we're also getting, I mean, it also, Miss Cracker leaves on such a high. Like, everyone's going to be like, Cracker was robbed and, like, justice for Cracker and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> am I wrong? Like, no, I'm just, it's just obviously really offensive <laughs> out of context of RuPaul's Drag Race. Justice for Cracker. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure she gets all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. It was. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i just forget where i am <laughs> i'm like what am i doing back to the queens yeah yeah and i mean since we're right we the finale just filmed um a day or two ago and in terms of looking at the runway miss cracker came to the finale in all black in her morning look which oh, i thought was good. really fitting yeah. We're going to see the rest of the prehistoric looks at the finale. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Or all the unused runway. So we. Oh, lo- that means heavy spoilers out there. Watch out, everyone. Don't be spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, it's already. 
So we lose Ms. Cracker. Um, and I want to update everyone on our predictions mm-hmm. that we made way back when. Um, so for Monet Exchange, I had Monet in first place. Uh, Colin had Monet in second place. Uh, Brian, you had Monet in second place as well. And Kyle, you also had Monet in second place. So everyone but me gets a point for Monet. Wow. Yay. <laughs> and for Ms. Cracker, um, Brian, you had Ms. Cracker in 14th. <laughs> yeah, I lost. Uh, Kyle, you had Ms. Cracker in third. Colin had Ms. Cracker in fourth. And I had Ms. Cracker second. So Colin gets the point for Ms. Cracker. So our total right now is Kyle with six. Brian and Colin both have five points, and I have two. (laughs) You have two? (laughs) I have not gotten a point since Dusty. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember who that is anymore. (laughs) Neither do the fans. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, um, looks like it's a close race between the three of you. I'm the Cameron of the predictions. And you guys are your Asia, Eureka, and Aquaria kind of fighting it out for the for the crown here. What a bloody upset if Colin wins this. <laughs> it's amazing if he does. You don't need Colin the winner, you just need the most points. Yeah. <laughs> so looking at the final four, I have no one left in my top four. Kyle also has no one left in the top four. No, Kyle's, Kyle's winning Ky- like Asia. Call, I meant Colin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Brian, you have Eureka. And Kyle, you have Asia. Yeah. And that's... And do I have... I think I have Aquaria in fourth. You have Aquaria in six. Unless unless you changed it last minute. That's what I have. He does this all the time with drafts. <laughs> we also need to rate the episode. So, Byron Bin, what do you say? Question. Ooh. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards Bennett. Oh, I think I'm I think I'm gonna Bennett. Remind me how harsh I have to be if I'm <laughs> bidding something. Like, is it you stole an hour of my life and I'm never getting it back? <laughs> Why are you questioning? You hated this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't care, Bennett. <laughs> I feel like yeah. bidding it is like you don't really. If you had to watch it again, it would be a, a suffering thing to get through. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think I'd watch it again. So, bye bye. All right, so we have three bins because I'm going to join you. Mm. Um, I also retro- retroactively regret some of the bins earlier in the season because <laughs> I've been earlier episodes and looking at it, they're way better than this. These episodes, like this and Breastworld, are some of the worst episodes of Drag Race. <laughs> so you take those older ones out of the bin to make room for this episode. Yeah, like it, the the trash is full. I'm just trying to like I'm just gonna pick out some pieces and put these in it. Like, yeah, like this is my like fourth or fifth bin this season, and it's like, mm. hopefully the finale will turn out well. Um, quickly, do we want to touch on what do we think it's gonna happen with the final four in terms of like, are we gonna get the season nine ending? Are we gonna get something different? What are your well, thoughts? How many episodes do we have left? Three. I'll check on that while you talk. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if there is three, because most seasons have 14 episodes, and this was episode 11, so that would have to be going from four to three, having the reunion special there in the penultimate episode, and then a finale of of three, like back in the old day. Well, for a couple of seasons, (laughs) it was the standard. 
So uh, I'm thinking that I don't think we have a final four finale again. No, I don't think I don't think uh, the fourth place finisher is strong enough to justify that. <laughs> right. Like what if? Oh well, actually, I was going to say what a like walk in the park for the person who has to go up against Cameron. Um, oh, in the lip sync. But I mean, she got rid of three other people. <laughs> she's Why not one more? Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to lip sync her way to the crown. Have we seen everyone lip sync? Not Aquaria. Yeah, right. So I reckon Cameron Aquaria lip sync for the in the final four. Mm. Send Cameron home, and then you've got the the final three. But I mean, if we're going off last season, season nine, they had a like a non-elimination in the first episode, like in that weird Lady Gaga episode. Yeah, and then they did the next one in the final four where everyone did that song, and then RuPaul's like, "No one's going," and then they did the final four. And so that would kind of be on track with this as well, because we had that non-elimination with Cameron and Eureka, and mm-hmm. then we could have no one else, because we do have three episodes left, and one is finale, one is reunion, and this next episode yep. could be another, I'm not eliminating anyone. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then Cameron wins. Boom. <laughs> you take that back. Well, I oh also thought that Cameron was another reason that Cameron was safe was because if they're going to do this final four twist, they'd want someone who's actually a really good lip syncer there. Yeah. Like, and Cameron's proven to be one of the best of the season. Yeah. So wouldn't it make sense to have someone good? That's why I thought that they had saved, you know, Peppermint in season nine, because Peppermint was a great lip syncer and that's yeah. what they'd want. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that again, like you think that Cameron has to be fourth place right now, but then they do that twist and so Cameron's in the finale, and then Cameron slays the first lip sync. So at most, he's going to get, well, at at least he's going to get second place. And then it's just up to someone to beat Cameron in the final lip sync. And then they get the crown because they defeated the lip sync queen. This is Trixie and Kennedy all over again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still have a lot to see. Who knows what next episode will bring? Probably another stupid song, but hmm. yep. I don't know. I'm hopeful that we'll get a good close to this, some of these lackluster episodes. We need it. And I'll be happy to rejoice and chat about it when Asia is crowned the winner. <laughs> You'll see. You'll all see. Get over it. You're one season too late, Ryan. <laughs> so I think that does it for this Yeah, this lackluster episode. Um, I don't have a quote. Um, so that's it for us, because I'm not going to give us a quote. <laughs> I don't have one. Um <laughs> It's just too bad, so I'm just gonna end this. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.